If Joseph had just said he'd saw God, people would say, we understand. All sorts of people have seen God. He would be just thought of as a visionary, a person who thought of divine things and experienced them. When he says he has plates, then he becomes a charlatan. We know that Joseph Smith has the plates, but we also know he's commanded not to show anyone the plates. A detractor can simply say, well, they're, they're all lying. Every one of them's lying, everybody's a liar. But academics trying to treat this seriously have to come to the conclusion that even antagonists of Joseph Smith seem to believe that he has something. William Smith was the younger brother of Joseph the Prophet. He was fiercely loyal to Joseph, to the point of coming to blows with those who disagreed with him, which on at least one occasion was Joseph himself. This is the way. William was known as an eloquent orator with an abrasive personality. Unafraid to criticize Joseph, he found himself as a defender of the faith and a challenger of the church almost simultaneously and it was excommunicated in 1845, the year after Joseph's death. An apostle and a patriarch, William was never a fence-sitter. I was permitted to lift them as they lay in a pillowcase, but not to see them, as it was contrary to the commands which he had received. One could easily tell that they were not stone hewn out to deceive, or even a block of wood. Being a mixture of gold and copper, they were much heavier than stone, and very much heavier than wood. Welcome to our series on the Witnesses of the Book of Mormon. My name is Camry Bagley-Fox, and we are back with Daniel Peterson, President of the Interpreter Foundation and Executive Producer of the Witnesses Project. Thanks for being here. It's good to be here. So, the Kinderhook Plates, Joseph Smith has sometimes been criticized for thinking that they could have been authentic. Can you give me some background on that? Yeah, the Kinderhook plates are what we now know to be forgeries. They derive their name from the place where they were found. They were created by some people with the intent, presumably, of fooling Joseph Smith and fooling other people, maybe making some money, certainly scoring a point. I can imagine if you're an outsider, if you think this guy's a phony, Okay, we're going to get him. We're going we're gonna to have these forged plates. We're going to give them to him. He'll come up with some elaborate translation. Then we'll spring the trap, right? Uh, we, we made them. We made them just a few months ago. So, ha, your translation's bogus. There's no record that Joseph tries to translate them. And he does take them seriously for at least a little while. I mean, he's willing to look at them, which to me is indicative of his sincerity, of his actual belief in what he himself was claiming. The fact that he thinks, even for a moment, that they might be authentic, they're worth looking at, tells me that he really believed there was a possibility of authentic plates from ancient America. But he considers it, which to me suggests that he may think, well, since I came across plates, was directed to plates that were authentic and contained the scriptural record, it's possible these do too. I'm going to look at them. But to me, that's really, really interesting. I mean, the, the whole idea of finding plates seems to have been suggested by Joseph Smith, right? I mm -hmm. mean, other people have heard the story now. So James Strang finds plates, the Kinderhook people find plates, and and I still hear of them occasionally now. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, there are still people finding plates. And uh, 
and purporting to translate them. And it's all in imitation, I think, of Joseph Smith. The whole idea of ancient metal plates is something we now know a lot more about than Joseph did. And we know that this is not something made up. There were actually early critics of the church who said, oh, come on, you know, sacred records written on metal plates. This is, this is nuts. This is just crazy. It's over the top. We now know of a lot of cases, and I mean a fair number, of, uh, of ancient records written on metal plates. In fact, mm. some of the oldest forms of the biblical record are on tiny silver plates. They're older probably than any other manuscript of the Bible we have. We have a number of things like that. Uh, sacred deposits were placed in the cornerstones of temples in Persia. There was the so-called copper scroll at the Dead Sea, where a lot of things were written on copper plates, then sealed up, by the way, in the face of impending military destruction, like the Book of Mormon plates. It's not such a crazy notion now. So early on, the critics said, well, this is too much. Now I've actually heard some who say, eh, metal plates, writing on metal plates. Everybody knew about that. Not original with Joseph. Well, it's not original with Joseph, but it wasn't well known in his day. And so that kind of writing actually makes some sense. In fact, there's a set of plates out there right now, I can say this, that um, purport to be one of the, well, I would think probably the earliest known form of the Quran, the sacred book of the Muslims, which are written on gilded copper plates. Really? They're not publicly available, but I've seen them. And uh, <laughs> and they're really, really interesting. Now, are they authentic or not? I don't know, but they purport to be from the 7th or 8th century. So the idea of writing sacred texts on metal plates is not crazy. We know it was done in the Middle East before the time of the Book of Mormon, probably, and certainly afterwards. Some of the earliest texts that we have are, are Greek plates. So it's, it's around the Mediterranean world. In fact, one authority on those Greek plates says that, uh, that the idea arose probably in Syria, southern Lebanon, that sort of area, and then spread. Well, that's exactly the area, northern Israel, he says, that's exactly the sort of area that, uh, that Lehi's family uh, came from. Hmm. Lehi was of the tribe of Manasseh. That would have been the very area where writing of texts on metal plates may have begun. The Book of Mormon looks pretty plausible in that, in that light, something that Joseph Smith could not possibly have known. Okay, that's what I was going to ask, that there's not really a record that they would have had access no, to no. of the knowledge of plates. Some people have pointed to some records that could possibly be, have been interpreted that way, but again, they're things that were known among the learned in Europe, maybe in New York or Boston, mm. not on the American frontier. The idea that Joseph would have known these things is just hard to believe. Now, the more we find, the more, to my mind, the more the Book of Mormon seems to fit the ancient world that it claims to come from in ways that Joseph could not possibly have known. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. Joseph was dead, the young church balanced on a razor's edge. For grieving saints, there was no tested path, no definitive word on who should lead. But mere hours following Joseph's death, some began to campaign, while others looked for revelation from God. Be a part of the next chapter. Visit sixdaysinaugust.com.